This week on Another Digital Citizen, we are going to talk about news, Survivor Series, we're going to talk about Romani people, or travelers, we are going to talk about the movie The Peanuts, and uh, I am going to struggle to explain why I hate Happy Days. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. More popular than Star Wars tickets, it's another digital citizen. I wish we were that popular, or do I wish that? Uh, let's say uh, hi to uh, the female uh, role of this podcast. Hello, Tilly. Hey, Fro. How was How's... your week? It was all right. I've uh, got a fair few things done that I needed to get done, so productive. How yeah. about you? Um... I watched a fantastic pay-per-view on Sunday. I don't believe you. <laughs> Was it pay-per-view golf or something? Or tennis? Or snowboarding? Everything else would be better than the awful thing called Survivor Series, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I did uh, fall asleep. Le- Let's say hi to the man that called the ending of that uh, uh, pay-per-view. Uh, hello, Luke. Hey, bro. Hey, Tilly. Hey, everybody. So... Hi. Uh, you called it. Uh, yeah, when we were on the Skype call, uh, I just kind of had a feeling, because I remembered how Seamus won the briefcase, so. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please, please, uh, check out everything we talk about, uh, on this episode. We're going to talk about, uh, on uh, our Facebook, uh, page, uh, and you can always email us at anordigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Uh, please email us. Uh, we love mails. Uh, and you can, we post, uh, what we are going to talk about. So if you don't want to email us, you can make a little like, hey, talk about this in the comments, uh, section on our Facebook profile. Uh, so, Please do that. And it's closed, so uh, you can search for it, but you can't get in. So you have to ask. And and uh, you have to be pretty and female to get in. <laughs> unless you're That's not. That's not true. <laughs> uh, unless you're not. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ugly and you're female, you're more than welcome to be. Come in. <laughs> Just female. <laughs> well, there's enough dudes around. Yeah. <laughs> who, who who needs dudes? High five, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know 
why I did the high five movement in. I did in, it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, we both did it. That's a high five. Yep. <laughs> Clap. Yeah. So, uh, tell me. Yes, um, t- talk about uh, weird people that's doing weird things. Um, I heard something about your prime minister this week that was kind of funny. What What thing did you hear about him? That is getting an airplane. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh dear. Why is he getting an aeroplane? That that is so funny. Dan didn't even know, and uh, and he's Brit- British. Yeah, and there's, there's you are British, and you don't know. Yeah, they've not. They've been mostly talking about tax cuts and the fact that the tax oh. cuts aren't happening now. No, he's he's get, he's getting an uh, airplane because he wants to be the president. Uh, well, that's that's not going to do very well. United States. Our prime minister <laughs> can get on a bloody easy jet like the rest of us. Ah, oh, easy jets. We love. That it. was the one thing I was wondering about this whole thing is, uh, it's not. I mean, it's America is massive, so flying around for our president is one thing, but for David Cameron, I mean, how far is it from the farthest point of the UK to the other side? A few thousand not, miles, maybe. Not even that. I don't okay. think. But it's I know that from, from where I am to Glasgow in Scotland, I took a flight because the first time we drove there and it was awful. My dad took the scenic route and it took us like nearly the whole day. But um, we got the plane and flew over and we literally took off, levelled up, descended. And we were in the air for maybe 35, 45 minutes. Mm. So there, there's no need, really. Right. Especially yeah. they've got helicopters. I mean, uh, look, Norway is bigger than the UK. Yeah, totally. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly everywhere is. <laughs> o- almost Luxembourg. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know how you feel uh, about using your tax dollars uh, to build them a new airplane. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think we've got other places it could go. To be fair, and I now see why they're covering the um, tax cuts things, why they've waited so long for it. Then Apparently, this is a part of the tax cut plan, or yeah. according well, to him. How are they doing it? If they're not cutting the taxes, they were going to cut tax credits for um, like working tax credit for people that are on low incomes, um, child tax credit for people that are working and have families. Uh, they were going to cut them, and all of a sudden they were saying, we can't answer it, we can't answer it. Remember David Cameron being asked six times if they were going to make the cuts and he wouldn't answer. They've held off now and announced it now that they're not making any cuts. Huh. So it's a bit weird that they, they correspond at exactly the same well, point. He <laughs> is, is like, they say that it's going to save them like eight eight 800,000 pounds a year uh, <laughs> uh, instead of using charter flights, having this one plane. That they're gonna, I guess they're gonna renovate a plane that they already have, but it says it's gonna cost them ten million pounds to renovate it. Woo! That's ridiculous. So yeah, if you I think about if they're planes. saving, if they're saving eight hundred thousand dollars a year, let's round it off to a, a you know, a clean million, uh, yeah. which is that still would take ten years, more than ten years yeah. to pay it all off. Yeah, eleven. And yeah. how how long is uh, is is uh, uh, an airplane in the air? Not eleven years. 
Well, maybe. This one is it's already been used also. So oh, this yeah. is an old plane. Well, to um, be fair, and this guy, I can't remember what huge event it was. It was a huge event like a couple of years ago. I think it basically, somewhere had been attacked or bombed or something. And he sorted it out and then went on holiday to Ibiza. Oh. So there's lots. There's, I'm sure if you Google David Cameron and holiday pics, you would get the most amount of pictures of him enjoying himself. There's no surprise he wants his own plane. <laughs> Highly cynical of that man. I don't trust him. I don't like him. It's right. okay. Let's let's talk about some someone uh, that uh, has uh, also are kind of assholes, uh, especially Trump. I I I know I am biased when it comes to Carson, but that's uh, that's me. Uh, what is this uh, new co- comment they made about Islam? Uh, he's uh, there's been a bunch this week. Trump kind of is digging himself into a hole here. Either that, or if you're a racist, he, he probably is becoming your best friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got he, a friend in me. If you're he a basically racist. said he wanted to <laughs> implement uh, a Muslim database. Last last week we mentioned that he uh, Muslim database. He wanted to shut down mo- shut down mosques or at least uh, have surveillance on them. We had covered that last week. But this week he said he wanted to implement a, a database, Muslim database, so that we knew all the Muslims and that each that they should um, have special IDs. So hey, uh, just, does that sound familiar at did, all? Special yeah, did, IDs. Didn't Germany did something like that <laughs> against someone called the Jews? Yeah, I think they did, and a few other people. But um, yeah, so and uh, he was even asked at a press conference. Um, there's a video out there of it. Uh, I think it was a New York Times reporter, I think, asked him, well, isn't this like Nazi Germany? Like, how is this different? And his response was, uh, uh, to, uh, how is this difference, different was, you tell me. That was Trump's response. <laughs> hmm. Wow. So I'm not really sure what that means, other than he knows that it's that like that, and he wants yeah. it to be like that. Quite Great. right, Hitler had the right idea. <laughs> Apparently, that's what Donald Trump is thinking. I, yeah. I don't know. It seems it. But another thing... Uh, yeah, he, what did, what did uh, Carson say? Uh, well, Carson's been saying some crazy things in the last few weeks, uh, including uh, he believes... Or at one point, he believed that the pyramids were used to uh, store grain. Yeah. Uh, they that weren't old news, though. Yeah, that's old news. But uh, his latest thing, which also he kind of went back on, but Donald Trump said it as well. He just agreed with Trump in a way uh, that they both said that um, during 9-11 in New Jersey, they watched on TV uh, uh, Muslims cheering the falling of the Twin Towers on 9-11, that there were thousands of Muslims in the streets of New Jersey cheering, (laughs) cheering for this. And people have been fact-checking it all over the place, and nobody can find any um, proof of this at all. Probably because it didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't Um, sound like it happened. Probably. I think just yesterday, Carson came out and said, okay, well, maybe I got my information wrong. I I don't... uh, Maybe that's not true. I just heard it wrong or was misinformed. But Trump is not going back on this. He's... Saying that this is what happened. So. He's no, somebody else definitely made it up and I definitely believe it. 
<laughs> I don't believe it's a lie. I believe they were telling the truth. I won't believe you that you tell me it's a lie. That's it. Stick with it. I, I don't believe it's a lie, even if you tell me that you said it and it was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a little like that. Uh, talking about people being uh, not nice to each other, uh, I heard something. What is this? Like you have to explain this because uh, I I'm from Norway. If you don't know that, look. Uh, mm-hmm. What is DHS? Uh, it's it, here in America. We have the Department of Human Services. So it's uh, they help people like families who need uh, housing help or food stamps or. The welfare office is there, um, so they—it's oh, the American Department of Helping People Who Are in Need of Help, basically. That's nice. Yep. Yeah, we have one of those. So nothing bad could happen with them, could it? <laughs> no, they would never do anything weird or stupid. Nope. But yeah, here what in Oregon, <laughs> uh, this week. Uh, Actually, tomorrow here in America is Thanksgiving, so I'll be going to do Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy um, Thanksgiving, Luke. Yes, happy yeah. Thanksgiving, Luke. Do you guys have anything like Thanksgiving in nope. either of your countries? No. Nope. Uh, only, like, well, obviously everybody has Christmas. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Christmas is probably the closest. That's what I figured. Yeah, or maybe Easter. Yeah. But, um, so a lot of people, have, uh, for Thanksgiving here in America, people take donations uh, for the poor and, and the needy, uh, especially food and things like that. Um, we do have something, sorry. The okay, Harvest Festival. Oh, yeah, you have That's the Harvest have. Festival. The Harvest yeah. Festival where everybody we... gets together and you give um, food and whatever to needy people, basically. Yeah. Sort of the leftovers of the harvest to say thank you and do a good deed. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and it's probably the same time of year, so. Yeah. Here in Norway, we don't care about others, so we don't have Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. We have Halloween, but we don't have t- Thanksgiving. Oh, what's the poverty rate like in Norway? have no clue. Okay. There can't, uh, wouldn't homeless people just freeze to death, so you wouldn't yeah. have that problem? Yeah, we give them to the polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why you don't give them extra food then. You don't want yep. really fat polar bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We they have a, a huge fatness of a polar bear problem here in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so they they what did they do? They said no to people using cannabis. Uh, basically, uh, they use they'll take donations uh, during Thanksgiving. Uh, the DHS offices will uh, to give out to people. So uh, canned goods, um, things like that, st- uh, non-perishable food items. And I guess this group, uh, which is a cannabis, uh, what's the word for it? Um, it's a non. It's a non-profit group for for the cannabis industry because in okay. Oregon, uh, cannabis is legal uh, for recreational use. Okay. Um, so this group was trying to, they gathered a whole bunch of food and they took it down to the DHS office and they wouldn't accept it because of it coming from these uh, this cannabis group. Yeah. Uh, so that is kind so of the D- Yeah. So that they ended up giving it to another uh, another charity 
But it's okay. just silly that the uh, government uh, office won't take it because of uh, can- because they're associated with cannabis, even though cannabis here is legal. Um, they also say that, or the DHS office said they wouldn't even take uh, food from, say, an alcohol-related business, so a bar or a distillery or something like that. So um, I, it just seems silly that they wouldn't take food for these places because it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Uh, when you're say when you're like, oh, there's a huge homeless problem, but then you're not taking food from certain places to feed people that that's not helping anybody really it um, sounds a little ridiculous. where the food comes from does it say that again yeah it sounds a little ridiculous it just seems like uh counter counterproductive you know um yeah. if you want to help people help people it shouldn't matter where the food comes from i mean i guess there are limits Obviously, you wouldn't have the Manson family coming in, and you're like, "Yeah, sure, we'll take this uh, boiling Kool Aid that you have here." But um, <laughs> and we don't want to taste it before we give it to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I would think uh, to me, uh, feeding the homeless is more important than the uh, how uh, how the. DHS office looks in from their PR department, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, it is incredible how how I feel like they need a blow of uh, marijuana and uh, get off their high horse and actually just take this. Oh. Definitely, it's ridiculous. It's it's food. Food is food. It doesn't matter. It's like with charity. People are like, oh, I'm not. I don't don't want to give anything because I've only got like a penny. Yeah. Like, well, that penny could do a hell of a lot. You don't know. But a penny isn't worth a penny, so that's another topic. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, uh, Taylor, if you were a billionaire, yes. uh, would you buy an island for uh, Syrian referees? <laughs> referees. 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 I don't know about a whole island. Yeah, you know they need, I'd need a place provide to provide housing in my estate that I would build. Because they need they need a, pl- a place to pl- play football. Well, yeah, that yeah. that'd be fine. Yeah, the referees. Dick would love that. Hey, Dick, there's loads of people to talk football with. Ta-da! <laughs> and they all know the rules, and he can shout at them when he's angry because they're all wet. I have, <laughs> I, I have no idea why I said referees. It's not the referees, ladies and gentlemen. It is close, though. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely make sure that I made some sort of effort yeah. to help because you know I can't. There's, there would be nothing worse if I could. I would probably just have a massive house full of all the orphan children. And I'd just play mummy to all of them. Yeah. Hey, look, maybe that is uh, the next book he's going to read that uh, wrote that uh, New Year Island. Referee Island. <laughs> it's, they're just all trying to stop each other from doing things. All, all, all yeah, <laughs> with their whistles. <laughs> so what is this uh, Egyptian billionaire? And why did he buy an uh, island for referees? Uh, I kind of want you to try to say his name, bro. Okay. I, I can't say his name, so, uh, do you have his name right here, or I'll oh. post it up. Post. Post. Oh, that, that didn't work. 
Oh, no. Um, but yeah, this... Uh, Richie. Yeah, really rich Richie is his name. Really rich Richie. <laughs> rich Richie. Yes. Uh, don't you think his name is really, really Richie? Okay, it's, it's, it's not, not... Oh my gosh, I hate to look. Uh, hey, Tilly can go try it after this one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Naguib Savaris. And I'd say Naguib Savaris. Yeah. So, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, this guy is, uh, he's the 10th richest man in Africa, I guess. Uh, he's an Egyptian, um... What is his email? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Uh, but he has been working, or I guess since uh, even September, so it's been a while back, um, he tweeted something out, and he's been talking to Greece and Italy about buying, a, specifically Greece, about buying two, one of two islands off of Greece. Um, yeah, because Greece doesn't have money. Well, they don't. Yeah, they could oh, probably uh, use it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Um, but he wants to... Uh, Take this island and house uh, 200,000 Syrian refugees. Yeah. And not That's only amazing. house them, but he wants to give them jobs to build an infrastructure and create an actual country for themselves. Um, oh, that's brilliant. And, and then until a time when they would be able to either go back home or whatever. But, I mean, when you think about it, it works for him, too, because this guy gets... Uh, Basically, has people build an entire country for him, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's a win-win some... for both sides. Um, yeah. You can play a game of Tropico in real. <laughs> As a, you, a <laughs> I love that game, by the way. So uh, a good reference. Yeah, I've, I've watched it being played lots. Oh no, that's going to be in my head for days now. I don't know why I said that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's the loveliest thing I've heard, ever. Yeah, that's so nice. And uh, there was a guy around here that, um, he wasn't a billionaire by any stretch, but he was rich enough to have, instead of owning a hotel in Dubai, he owned shares in the hotel in Dubai. So he he had his own business and everything, lots of money. And he decided to um, help out a village in Africa, which is where he was originally from. And he basically paid for them to have... um, Running clean water, um, he paid for them to have an education building, like a school, um, and some kind of sort of surgery doctor's building as well, as well as sorting them out um, better houses. And that was amazing. He collected um, two lorry truckloads of things from the um, general public, everything from bikes to shoes to clothes to toys, everything, filled his house up and paid to ship them all over. Oh. Lorry is a, a, is a small bus, uh, look. Uh, yeah, it could be like a big truck too, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, like a... We call uh, them freight liners or uh, long-haul trucks or something like that. Yeah. HGVs, heavy goods vehicles. <laughs> Okay. What we call them here. <laughs> you get a HGV license. So, from people being nice to other people to the most shitty thing I've seen uh, for free uh, on a recording from Sky TV. Uh, this week we had Survivor Series. I mean, uh, 
before we talk about it, there were was some ISIS threats. Yeah, I saw lots of posts about that. Before Survivor Series? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently Anonymous had uncovered some things. Not only this, but a few other correspondence um, in to between. To do with that day. Yeah, in, in, in between ISIS members uh, that had to do with the arena that uh, Survivor Series was at and then a few other places uh, here in America and also uh, in other places like uh, Paris and um, England, as I'm to understand. So. Stop yeah. making my page pink, Luke. <laughs> what? What? Stop <laughs> making my page pink. I don't know what that means. It means that when you you uh, like uh, go over uh, the Google text uh, text with your mouse and like uh, oh, because I was trying to edit. Yeah, okay. And edit things, it gets pink. <laughs> it is so incredibly irritating. Uh, <clears throat> okay, sorry. Sorry, I was trying to copy and paste. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, nothing happened, obviously. Um, no. Well, even <laughs> if it was going to happen, uh, if any kind of attack was going to happen, it was probably thwarted by the fact that it, it was, was pointed out all over the news. Oh, yeah. Not nothing happened before before the, the before the pay per view. I'm not sure if anything happened during the pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the shit! The shit! The shit! The shit! The uh, night. Oh. So, uh, let's go through uh, the results, Luke. Uh, yeah, so you saw this uh, all the way through, right, Tilly? I did, yeah. It took me two goes because I fell asleep. Huh. I, I, I wonder <laughs> why. I think I only watched the end of it yesterday. Yeah. Sounds about right. Then I watched Raw, and I don't know why I bothered either. <laughs> I fast-forwarded so fast through Raw, but... Uh, still we'll talk a little it. bit a- about it after this, I guess. But, yeah. um, we had our first Survivor Series match, which we kind of didn't make a prediction on last week, but we did say it's going to be a mix of tag teams, and this was a mix of tag teams <laughs> and and a bunch of other people. Um, Can I? Nothing really special. This was uh, the pre-show match. I, I don't know if it was special or not, but I liked the return of Stardust. Oh, you mean Goldust. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, it was all right. It was a little anticlimactic, really. Number one, because it was on the pre-show. Yeah. And number two, um, I was expecting to get a little more Stardust versus Goldust. Yeah. Um, in the match and maybe a little storytelling happening, but it was pretty much just a face win to to open the you know just to open the pay-per-view to get people hyped. And it wasn't really they didn't really try for anything like that on, on his return. That's so. Hard. Not sure what we were going to be hyped for, but <laughs> everybody's on their third beer. I'm, I'm there. I just hated this. I just hated this. Oh, so bad. Sorry. So opening up a pay per view, we had a uh, Reigns versus Del Rio, yeah. and we all said Reigns would win this. Uh, I think that was pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio doesn't need two titles. Uh. Yeah, and we all just kind of knew Reigns. Uh, just from the way they promoted this and everything, we all knew Reigns was going to go over. Yep. Um, next match, uh, Ambrose versus Owens, which uh, it was a decent match, I guess. Um, but it wasn't... It, it it seemed a little short to me. Like, they yeah. kind of cut it off at the end right there. 
I'm not really sure why. You know what? I I think that kind of explains this pay-per-view. Like, everything (laughs) felt a little short in this pay-per-view. I'm not kidding. Like Even the pay-per-view itself? Yeah, even the pay-per-view itself, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it felt short. (laughs) Well, it... (laughs) Bits bits of it did, but not the entire pay-per-view. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so Ambrose won this match, and Fro guessed Ambrose. Me and Tilly guessed Owens, yeah, which in retrospect was probably not a great guess on our no, part. No, I think it was wishful thinking. I think that was what I was going with, too. Yeah, um, I think we just both really wanted Kevin Owens. <laughs> I also just thought they weren't going to go with the face-versus-face match, but with the end of it, I kind of, I guess I see why they did. Yeah. But it were, really, the end of it wouldn't matter if Owens was in there. It I really know. wouldn't have mattered either way. I know. So, I know. Uh, and then we had another Survivor Series match that was unannounced. Uh, or Either that or the first one was unannounced. I don't know. But this was another combination of tag teams. Um, and we didn't, obviously we didn't uh, predict that one. But it was short again. Survivor Series matches, as far as I remember, are fairly long, long matches. Yeah. Or they can be. You can make it a long match by... Uh, you know, you, you've got ten people to wrestle, so everybody can wrestle for a number of minutes uh, and then move, go out to, like, cool down and come back in. So, But they were pretty short uh, Survivor Series matches. Uh, then we had Charlotte versus Paige. This was actually... I'm going to give this uh, the match of the night. I've been thinking about thinking that about... The Divas matches quite a lot recently while yeah. watching the wrestling. Yeah, but uh, like this paper wasn't, wasn't really good. No. And this match wasn't really good, but I will give this uh, the match of the night. Uh, when I look over it, uh, yeah, probably. That's not saying anything because this yeah, match was I mean the next, the next match down or the n- next best match was probably Ambrose versus Owens. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I would say that was probably first, and then we'll go Ambrose Owens second. Yeah, uh, but uh, Charlotte won this match, and Fro guessed Charlotte, and me and Tilly guessed Paige. <laughs> <laughs> so, the guy who's totally winning. Yeah, the guy who doesn't watch wrestling is like completely destroying us right now. Um, I think that was again probably wishful thinking, but uh, I didn't. I just. I guess I don't know where they're going with this into the future. It's even after Raw, it does. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep going with the Page feud or whether they're going to move on to something else. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I thought they would go to Sasha, and we'd get something with Sasha on Raw, but we really didn't, so. I'll see what happens on SmackDown. Right. No, uh, next we had... Nobody watched SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch a bit of it. Okay. I was going to say, we'll see it on the recaps on Raw next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's more. Uh, uh, next we had uh, Tyler Breeze versus Dolph Ziggler. And we all said Breeze on this. And this was so incredibly bad. <laughs> it just didn't have any reason to be there. And it was, I mean, it was the uh, cool-down match. I'll give it that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the pre-show match. Um, but, yeah, it, it wasn't anything special, but it's a cool-down match. That's what they're there for, is to not be special. Um, Tyler Breeze is 
just junk at this point, and I don't know how you're ever going to bring him back from that, but nope. he, he's just a jobber, so uh, sometimes, I mean, that's what they need sometimes, so there you go. Uh, next we had uh, Brothers of Destruction versus the Wyatts. <laughs> Did we? Did we really have that match? Because I'm pretty sure I sneezed and the match was over. I was going to say, I can't really remember it. It was so incredibly fast. And it was so incredibly nothing. <laughs> like, it, it did absolutely nothing. Nada. Nothing. Especially with the result. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess now that I look at it, I see... Why you picked uh, them to win? Yeah, uh, Fro picked bro- the Brothers of Destruction to win, and B and Tilly picked uh, the Wyatts. Uh, yeah, which and, and who won? I don't see why the Wyatts didn't win. Yeah, uh, I, I just don't understand it. it I mean, I Taker is not going to be around past the end of this uh, next year. Oh no, I no. can't see him being around past oh. the end of next year. Oh. So to put him over is yeah. so yeah. short-sighted. Uh, of WWE. Yep. It's just silly. Means nothing. I think WWE are just working to make Fro win one of these. <laughs> <laughs> they listened, they yeah, heard they what you said and they said, right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Get right in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you couldn't believe that, Taylor. Yeah, then I can blame you for all the WWE stuff. Oh, please don't blame me. <laughs> I would not book this in a thousand years. <laughs> Good. But what a boring match, and what a boring result, and what a boring, boring thing. It seems like this whole match was built around Undertaker's entrance. Yeah. Like, they just wanted, they are like, oh, just throw whoever in there so we can do this entrance with the cool casket floating in the air entrance. And the fiery things, and... Uh, so, yeah. It, I mean, it just, it didn't last long, and, and we had, um... Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper in there for the Wyatt family instead of Braun Strowman, who we said on the last show. Yeah, that was weird. Because we had seen it in the dirt sheets. I'm I'm thinking it was probably a last-minute decision. I think they thought uh, Strowman was going to be ready. Yeah. uh, And maybe they looked at him and went, okay, this guy isn't going to be able to uh, carry this match well enough to have it have it be good, but it was short already, and it's a tag match. Yeah. So if this guy can't work in a tag match, this short against Undertaker and Kane, who are like even I could do it. Super, <laughs> who have been around forever and should be able to work anybody. I I, um, I would pay to see you wrestle the Undertaker, Teller. Oh, it'd be brilliant. <laughs> I would love that so much. Oh. <laughs> I get him in some kind of armbar and he'd just flick oh. me off with his finger. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded rude. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, that's Brock Lesnar. He's the one that flips you off when you're. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Next. Uh, so yeah, then we had, um, of course, a uh, culmination match: Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Um, and um, take what I said about sneeze and this match is over, and um, take that uh, to this match as well. Holy moly, this was short. It was a little bit longer than the other match. Uh, uh, I'm not sure it was, but... 
Uh, actually, yeah, I'm actually looking at it right here. It was shorter than the tag match yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Wow, uh, I, I guess I didn't really put that together, but yeah, it was really short. It was extremely short. It felt so incredibly nothing. And it was two wrestlers that I wanted to see against each other wrestling, and I didn't feel a thing. Mm-hmm. I felt nothing. I felt, I felt ashamed. I felt angry. I was like, why am I wasting my time in on this? I did find myself thinking, because obviously, like, Seth's out, and I was like, right, well, this is sort of the rest of the shield again. Yeah. What happened, guys? Yeah, I know. Like, what, what happened? I know. <laughs> That's all the words I have. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm I'm not a pro uh, like everybody thinks that I'm pro pro downloading everything and things like that. But I I saw a post on Smart Wrestling Fan. Uh, um, check out that show by the way. And uh, someone outing out of their uh, WWE subscription because of this pay per view. And if I actually paid for my WWE subscription, I would out definitely because of this uh, pay-per-view. Like, this this pay-per-view was uh, was not only a, a bearers, but it was a big fuck you. It felt like a big fuck you to the fans from the beginning to the end. Uh, uh yeah, or at least just Hey, this is what we want to do, and we're gonna do it, whether you want us to or not. Right. <laughs> that kind of fuck you to the fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who won that match? So yeah, we had Roman Reigns defeating Dean Ambrose. And I said that. I, I all three of us actually agreed that Ambrose was gonna win on the show when we, on on the last show. No. I said uh, that uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is is that one? What I said? I said all, oh. all three of us said Reigns was going to win. No, you didn't. You said all of us, uh, all of three thought that was uh, going to be Ambrose. Oh, sorry, dyslexia. <laughs> There's my dick's dyslexia working for me. Yep. Uh, but yeah, all three of us said Roman Reigns. Um, but then after this ending, yeah, uh, sh- uh, I guess Triple H came out. Yeah, and we had this weird part where Roman Reigns just decided to spear Triple H for no reason. Yep, uh, which made no sense. At and I all. said, "Hmm, this smells like Sheamus." <laughs> 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 and who comes out with this briefcase? Yep, and, well, he doesn't even really come out. He kind of just appeared out of nowhere. He kind of like transported himself into the ring. It's and, a stupid uh, song, Lobster Head. <laughs> right. We got two bro kicks and a pin, and in 30 seconds, uh, we had another new new champion, Sheamus, uh, your WWE heavyweight champion. Yay! Do you know what this felt like to me? Yay! It just felt very, very... Right, we can't have Roman Reigns as a heel because he can't do that yet. He's done his acting lessons so he can do his crying, but being a bad guy he still can't do. So, oh, oh, crap, yeah, we've got Seamus. Stick him in, quick. Yeah. yeah oh, all is fine, everything's okay, it doesn't matter about all the people that are injured now because we've done this. <sighs> this 
this is so embarrassingly bad. And when I thought about it, at the, before the pay-per-view even started, um, while we were watching the pre-show on the Skype call, uh, I had said, well, there's always Seamus. Like, everybody's trying to decide, hey, what what's going to happen? I kept saying, there's Seamus. I think he's probably going to Seamus. <laughs> and it was kind of like the last thing in our minds. But once uh, I think Seamus lost in the yeah. uh, Survivor Series match, we Everybody all were like, says, oh, oh. He's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) And I just had this feeling because if you think if you think back to Money in the Bank, the way or the reason Sheamus won Money in the Bank was because everybody thought Roman Reigns was going to win that match. Yes, Uh, everybody did. But then they had Wyatt screw him over and have they had Sheamus win. Yes, And, and that is pretty much what happened here. Is he Roman Reigns got screwed over, and then Sheamus won. It's like their default when they think when they go, "Oh, everybody knows Reigns is going to win." They go, "Oh, where is Sheamus in the back? Somebody go get Sheamus." I I'm on the verge of saying that I don't want to say a CTLC, but I like like right now, I I don't really know if I'm going to be awake. Like I I I don't. I, 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 we had really fun on the Skype call, and and the Skype call is always fun because we are a bunch of dudes talking about uh, stupid things in front of me, and that is the only reason to do it. But but I'm I, I'm not sure if 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 what they are doing with this is getting me to 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 stay away. Or, well, after Raw, I. I am even less interested in watching WWE than I was before. Right. Uh, what happened on and, Raw then? Like, no. uh, not nothing really. Uh, we had Sheamus come out, and, and they made the match for TLC Sheamus versus Reigns in a yeah. actual TLC match. Good. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was your standard Raw. Nothing really. Oh, and Paige, really impressive happened. Page saying that Charlotte cheated. Oh right, right. Um, and calling a rematch on that as well. Which that kind of seemed like a, after the fact thing. It didn't yeah. seem like they had planned that during the pay per view. Seems like they watched the footage and went, "Oh, here's a way we could continue yeah. this feud." Um, which is why I thought that uh, Paige was going to win because I I figured that they wanted to continue the feud and that would be the way to keep Charlotte chasing the title. But I guess they're going to go with the her arms under the ropes, uh, mm. and and then they had, but they had the rematch on Raw, so I don't think we're going to get it again. So and I don't know won, where they're going with this. Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, again. Charlotte, yeah. Oh, I guess it was a double DQ, the double countout. So, but Charlotte retained the title. Yeah, same difference. It's still on Charlotte. Everybody <sighs> still leaves to go and get a drink when they come out. And the funniest part of this whole thing for me, it, this during this match, if you watch when. Um, they're on the outside, and and Paige is uh, getting Charlotte up on the table to uh, to put her in the submission. Uh, you look over at Michael Cole, and he's got his his sheet in his hand of what he's supposed to say, and he's just looking down, reading off the paper as they're in front of him, like fighting with each other. I heard the girls as well talking in the ring, really, really, really clearly. Because Paige, yeah, I missed that. Like, right, I, I, are you ready? Give me a second. She's like, I'm going to push you. And I was like, oh, come on. Oh. We didn't 
how big of a company do you have to be to not catch something like that? Because surely, you know, you can mute a mic or something. Right. <laughs> or, Sometimes you know, I wonder if, if they don't know where maybe the mics went uh, were put or whatever, but... Mm. I, I didn't hear this on, on Raw, but I, I heard from people that they... they were, yeah. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Ooh. It's just... It's just bad. Okay, let's move on. Uh, have you seen anything on TV uh, other than this shit, Tilly? <laughs> yes. I saw a really interesting documentary on the Mafia um, okay. by a guy called Trevor McDonald, who's a news I love him. journalist. Yay! So glad I don't have to explain who he is. He's just, he is Trevor McDonald. He's but yeah, that calm, is a... Um, really, he speaks a little like this. But... Yes, and he's very, very clear when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he basically goes and meets lots of mafia guys and guys that have been sent yeah. to prison and stuff, and yeah. that was brilliant. I started The Leftovers. I watched, like, the first episode Yay! of that. Yay! Um, that's all good. And um, there's a BBC comedy, a British comedy, um, called The Detectorists. Uh, um, have you seen it? Yeah. What do you think? I didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Luke, have you seen it? Uh, no. It's it sounds like a combination of words. <laughs> well, it yeah. is sort of. You know Mackenzie Crook that was in Pirates of the Caribbean as the pirate with one eye? The little skinny one that was right. in all of yeah. them. Um, it's by him. It's written by him and starring him. And it's basically about the people that go out with their metal detectors uh, looking for, you know, old treasures. relics and yeah. yeah, treasures, bits of gold and, you know, artifacts. And they're called the detectorists. Hmm. And yeah, I find it really funny. And it is quite a, it's quite a British thing, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. it's. It sort of shows normal Britain a little bit better. Because obviously, apart from we don't all go out metal detecting, but they don't show like they do on there. Yeah. I decided to watch uh, the whole uh, Jessica Jones uh, when it came out. Uh, so I watched the whole of Jessica Jones. Uh, loved it. Uh, best uh, Netflix series uh, with Marvel, I think. I think it's better than Daredevil. Um, and I loved Daredevil, but because of that, uh, I started watching uh, Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23, <laughs> and I thought that is a funny, underrated comedy show. I think that rings a bell. I don't know if I've maybe seen an episode of that. It is funny, and and she is uh, h- hilarious. Like the actor from uh, Just a Bitch in Apartment 23 and Jessica Jones are the same actress. And I I really love her. I really like her. What about you, my dear Luke? Uh, yeah, so I guess her name is Kristen Ritter. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I saw... I watched The Soup this week. Did you see the soup? Did yeah, we? that was a little sad episode. So I guess they're um, canceling it. Yeah. It's getting canceled at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh. Which I think maybe they were listening to the show also after we did the episode <laughs> about um, the NASCAR episode. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably like, "Wow, they hate this show." And they... So apparently, we got uh, the soup canceled. Uh, 
Yeah. We don't even know our own power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been on for uh, 20, uh, plus 20 years. So um, they had a good run, I guess, but it, it's one of my favorite shows, so I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, me too. I'm really sad about this. It's, it's my way of finding new things to watch. <laughs> yes. Mine too, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, from the one thing to uh, definitely another. Um, uh, what is uh, Romani people uh, look uh yeah, Romney people. Um, Romney, sorry. I guess uh, to start out with, uh, uh, most people I guess know them uh, as gypsies, but yeah. um, from what I've read, that is can be considered like a derogatory term uh, to certain groups. Of, it, of I think it depends how it's said as well. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Even though there's a TV yeah. show, like if you go <laughs> if you go to our uh, Facebook page, you can see the TV show uh, Tilly posted up there. So. Apparently, to these people who make TV, it's not a derogatory term. Um, no. But well, to they, some people, it is. They class themselves as gypsies because they know that's what we say. But yeah. they class themselves as Romney Chows, which is right. one of the kind of... And a lot of them are from Turkey. Oh, my gosh. Like, the percentage. Yeah. 3.6%. Yeah. That's a lot of Turkish people. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, and Turkey's not a huge country, so there's got to be a large portion of their population to to begin with, I would think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Hungary and Bulgaria at 4.4 and 3.16. Yeah. yeah. But they they are in the lead uh, of of uh, of uh, the percentage uh, is from, from Turkey. Sorry, look, continue. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Romney... Uh, are people that um, originated in India uh, and, and were travelers uh, after I think there was a war and these people were a, a, they started out as an army of of India is what is what I'm is what I've read um, but it's kind of there's a lot of different origin stories was, and things like that so it was an army and they took their families because they didn't intend on going back. From what I was told, because I was uh, my, I think it was my great great granddad and grandma were gypsies, um, so I'm allowed to say it. Um, but they were Romani gypsies, and from what we've, from what's been sort of passed down, is that they started off in India, and then it was sort of a half-seeking, half we don't really want to be in this place anymore movement. So they had sort of the soldiers, the good fit men, and their families went with them. Or they pick them up along the way, sort of thing, and it just spread. Yeah, and, and it spread um, kind of all over the place, mostly due to uh, discrimination. Really, is yeah. wherever they ended up, they seem to end up getting uh, enslaved or discriminated against, uh, and they moved on, uh, moving all across Europe and, and Asia, and then all even into the United States. Um, there were a lot of settled and um, a lot of settled and have got houses, but still live the the Romany way. Which, Which is I, weird. I, I and there's between two and twenty million because it's hard <laughs> to count them, I guess. Well, because they don't have any. A lot of them, because they're traveling around, won't have a fixed address right, like a house. Right. So there's no way. I know there's a lot um, in the UK. We've got a. Um, 
I don't know what you call it, but there's an area called Aston Furs where all the travellers go. If they've got their caravan and stuff, they can go and hook it up there. And that's their sort of, their area. We don't go into it because you get the crap beaten out of you. <laughs> really? But, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, you also see like the, the children and things. And a lot of them, they're not in school. They'll get they'll get taught maybe how to read and write and they'll need to count. But the girls don't really need education sort of past seven a lot of mm. the time. Um, so they don't get they don't socialise with other children or anything. They're just it's very segregated. And I'll see them. You'll see the traveller girls walking down because you can tell they're the ones that are like the girls on my big fat gypsy wedding and stuff with all the glittery, sparkly diamantes and the nails done and the fake tan. And this is not the kind of place that you need all that <laughs> if you're wandering around. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, as I'm to understand it, they like to, at least as a culture, they, they don't really save money up no. because they don't believe in banks. So no. they mostly invest in things like you cars and things diamonds and things and, and you make yourself off. look better. Yeah, show What's off. What's the point yeah. in having money if nobody knows about it? You might as well. You should have it all on you. That's why you see in like the old caricature of the gypsy woman. She's got all the jangly bits of gold and loads of bangles and earrings and all that. Because that's everything she owned. And I, it's kind of strange. Uh, when I think of gypsy, I think of of, of people reading of fortune. That's the for, first thing that I was was in my mind. Because when I see a, a, a van like that, I think of stairs going to see a, a, a fortune teller, and like Chris, crystal ball and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the few things that you'll find a. Romany woman being able to do as a job right and it's probably the the main exposure that people get to them because if you're just walking around if you're i mean we get it where the travelers come round and they'll be knocking on your door because they want to redo your guttering of your house or something or they're doing your windows or your driveway there's a lot of tarmac work that they come they'll knock on your door and be like we're doing this or put a flyer through you won't necessarily know that they're travelers but that you'll have had that you'll have met them without ever having known that you've you've met one if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get to agree. Because they do not tell people that they're because they're looked upon so badly by everybody in the world, they keep it quiet. They keep it very much to themselves. Mm. And that this traveller uh, lifestyle is 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 kind of what they are known for, uh, like. The traveling with, with horse and carriage. I, I, I guess they don't use as, as much horse. Yeah, it's more of like a motorhome caravan yeah. and, a, and, a, yeah. and a truck nowadays. And, and they basically follow where the work is. So if the guy, if the uh, husband of the family is a bricklayer, he's going to go where there's bricks to lay, basically. Yeah. And so they just travel around where the work is. Um, yeah. But like Tilly said, a lot more in, in this day and age, a lot more of them are settling down. Where the man will will tr- still travel, but the uh, women will have a, a kind of a a house that's actually uh, just in one place where they don't really go anywhere. How um, important is religion to them? Extremely. Yeah. By the looks of it, but from what I was looking when I was having like a read through things. Um, they normally adopt the religion of the country that they're in. But then religion is really, really high 
on everything I've seen about Romanese, um, religion's always been sort of the utmost. You've, your number ones are family and God in equal mm. proportions. But I find it interesting that there's, it's not just... I thought that a lot of them were all Catholic, but yeah. it spreads across all the different religions. They just are very devout people. Specifically, when, I mean, when you say travellers, uh, there's also Irish travellers. Yes. So, which aren't the same as the, as Romneys. No. Uh, Irish travelers were driven out um, during a time in Ireland where anybody who wasn't a white Irish guy was basically being thrown out of Ireland. Yeah. Um, and though the those they are, uh, I guess They're you would very different. think of yeah uh, the movie Snatch when you think yeah. of uh, They're the, the characters. Yeah, th- that, those characters are Irish travelers, or, or what are supposed to be. Growing up, there was always the difference. There was the Gippos and the Pikeys. And the Gippos weren't, didn't tend to be too bad. They were the Romany traveling gypsies. It was a derogatory name, you know, but we, we were kids. That's, that's just how it was sort of taught to us. But, you know, people, the, the ones that went and they'd do the fair. So obviously all of us loved them. We were always with the Gippo kids because, you know... They were hard as nails. You'd never mess with any of them, but they were all lovely, and they all like you know their parents all worked and everything. But there are others that just go from place to place, scrounging as much as they can. We got our local um, park, like children's play park. They ruined the football pitch. They emptied out all of their chemical toilets all over the football pitch um, after they'd come. Decided they were going to stay there for two weeks while they had a funeral. Uh, down the road and then trashed the whole place and left mm. that's what gets the Roman is a bad name because they get grouped into the same category mm. and I'm not saying that all the Irish travellers are like that no, no. you know I can't nobody can generalise that much but that's mm. just my experience in it and sort of what I've what I think uh, I know <laughs> I, I'm not really sure what I, I know they were Romney um, but when I was working in a movie theater, I, uh, I had been transferred from one movie theater to another, uh, to, to get a promotion. Um, and when I got there, I started working the front desk or whatever. Um, and there, every weekend, uh, Friday or Saturday, there would be a group of maybe 40 or 50 Romneys that would come in. Mm-hmm. And from day one, I remember my main manager going, oh, you got to watch out for these people. They're going to try to trick you. They're going to try to steal things. There was already a stigma by this movie theater that these people were thieves and bad people. Um, And over time, they did try to rip me off a few times. Um, They would do things like they would have, you know, 12 kids with them, and they'd 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 order 24 hot dogs, and they would order... um, 24 medium drinks so you get all this for them and then halfway through the movie one of them would come out and they would be like oh we need our money back we we didn't eat all this because the policy there was if you don't eat half of half of the food or drink half of the drink you can get your money back so they would drink they would have their kid they would have 12 kids they would have them each eat half a hot dog and drink half the drinks and then they would come get their money back Mm. uh so they they weren't really stealing or anything they were just working the system yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. The same with travelling as well. You don't have to pay. You don't pay council tax because there was a thing um, recently. There's I can't remember what council it was, but they were saying that they didn't want um, Romanis to be buried in 
that county because they hadn't paid any council tax mm. because they don't own a house so they're not paying their rates for their bins or anything like that mm. it was just like whoa all right but they've found a loophole and they're they're working around it that's it's right. sort of and the I, way their way to that is kind of their way is is to to make money for themselves they don't believe in banks they don't really believe in um nine to five jobs obviously because no. uh they they're just i think through their culture they probably believe that and this is just a guess that they're going to be taken advantage of because if you look in their history through their hundreds and hundreds of years all they've been is taken advantage of from yep. every country they've been in so i understand where they're coming from mm. but uh there is definitely a stigma in in even in america and i'm sure it's even more in the uk that they are thieves and just horrible yeah. people that um are going to take it try to take advantage of you when oh. they they actually probably look at it the exact opposite uh where the uh i guess we they would call us gorgers would take yeah. advantage of them so well have you ever seen or heard of my big fat gypsy wedding oh yeah i've seen yeah, um, all of it and i've seen the movie and the tv show but yeah there's um a, do you mean the greek wedding or the gypsy wedding Gypsy wedding. Gypsy yeah. How have I not seen the movie? Anyway, um, on that... It's a documentary. They just kind of... Oh, the TV right. show is an expanded version of the documentary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I've watched, like, the English ones and the American ones. But anyway, um, on that, there's quite a few occasions where they've been trying to book venues and things, or the venues found out that they are from that community, and they've said, like, you can't have the wedding here anymore. And they've had to all of a sudden find a new venue somewhere that will take them. Which is crazy to me. Like, if it, if that, at least in America, if that was, say, a Hispanic family. Yeah. That, and they would say, oh, you can't have this wedding venue because you're Hispanic. That would be a huge up, uproar. There would be racism. and But in this, it doesn't seem to be an issue. Uh, I'm not really sure why. Um, I, it, it goes I have a feeling it. to do with the, the way that their culture is is very proud and very, you will not hold us down. So even though they've been enslaved for thousands of years or whatever, they've still got their pride. And therefore, us and our consciences don't go, oh, no, politically correct, mm. because they're not bowing down instantly and going, oh, no, don't call me that, that's horrible. Mm. I think because they're, they're tough enough to stick it out, if you get what I mean. Everybody sees them as quite hard, and, and they're not really. Not all of them, you know. There's a lot of little old ladies in amongst all that lot. But it's yeah, kind, of, kind, kind of sad. Uh, I mean, uh, to have the, that kind of reputation going around, like, uh, like, for example, uh, there's a lot of like when we were talking about this reputation, like, how 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 proud are you to say, hey, I'm uh, Romani or, or Gypsy? And like, how proud are you about the way you live? They're really proud. It seems, yeah, yeah. at least the ones I've seen and the ones I've been around. Um, but they're all lead, very, very proud. Can lead into into, uh, for example, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, culture on school. Uh, if they go to school after it, like. If you've seen uh, some of, some of this, um, uh, um, I'll 
was thinking of uh, Amish that went to school after after they they came out of the that kind of living style they they get teased every uh, single day and things like that yeah uh, i'm at least in america i from what i've seen is uh they don't really when first of all uh the girls don't go to school or right. they don't go to school for long yeah um even i remember when i was working in that movie theater uh one of the girls came out uh, of of her movie um and she couldn't remember what movie she went to what the name of it was mm. and she didn't know what movie theater number it was mm. because uh, well she didn't know numbers to be honest with you mm. and so she couldn't find her way back to the theater to find her family so mm. she wanted me to write she wanted to write a note for them so she could put it on their car to let them know she went to like a restaurant Mm. And she uh, starts writing the note, and she goes, "Oh, how do you spell this word to me?" Because mm. I was there doing, um, you know, doing work. It was after the movie theater had already kind of closed down, um, but was still running movies. Yeah. And then she goes, "Oh, well, how do you spell this word?" And I was yeah. like, "Okay." And I, and then she goes, "Oh, how do you spell this word?" And at that oh. point, I realized she's having me spell every word of this note oh. because she doesn't know how to spell. Um, yeah. That is one thing about their culture is. The women are not. I wouldn't say no equal treated rights. the best. Yeah, no equal rights. Exactly. Uh, well, look at grabbing. Grabbing's horrible, and I don't get why it still happens, but it's still their courting what? ritual. What's grabbing? Grabbing is where, say, they're all at a wedding and they're all at the reception afterwards. <laughs> the teenagers will go outside, and the girls will be talking, and the boys will come up and grab them and try and force them to kiss them. Oh. Now, the girls being gypsy girls will fight back, and this can end up with the guy pinning her down on the ground and choking her whilst oh. trying to get a kiss. Okay, okay. If she doesn't fight back, then she's seen as dirty and easy. Yeah, that's it's... the one thing is they have to be clean. Uh, the women have to be clean to get married. And yeah. in that culture, if you're disgraced, that's pretty much it for you. So. Yeah, there was a girl on Jeremy Kyle that needed a... Um, lie detector test to prove that she was still a virgin i think she was 28 and she had to she wanted to prove to everybody that she was still a virgin so that the whole family would take her back and she could stop being called dirty by everybody so uh talking <laughs> about something completely else have you seen a movie this week look <laughs> uh yeah besides the one we're going to review i watched american ultra for the first time yeah. i had not like seen it? that um it was a little goofy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I liked it, but I thought that the comedy was not as funny as I would have wanted it to be. It took itself a little too seriously. Yeah, I understand um, what you mean about that. Because I, I, I thought that ever since I've seen it, uh, I, uh, I also thought it was a little too aware of itself. Exactly, yeah. Um, but... You know, I'd say it's worth a watch. Uh, oh, yeah, it's entertaining, uh, but it was just like a little over the top and just a little too uh, serious. It should have been a little funnier. Uh, I will tell you what wasn't uh, worth uh, watched. Uh, it was Transformers, uh, not Transformers. I'm I'm lying. Transporter refueled. Have you heard about this? Nope. The new Transporter movie. 
Uh, I saw the the stuff for it. Um, this is the third one, right? Uh, the fourth. Fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the new cast. Because uh, um, uh, who's who, who plays uh, him? Jason oh, Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but but this isn't even with him. Oh. Who but, is in Snatch, actually? So that's yeah, a good yeah. transition. Yep. And I, I, I love, I, I actually love the, the three first uh, Transporter movies, like to death. I really like like them. So my expectations for uh, t- uh, the Transporter refueled were pretty low. But this this actor uh, called uh, Ed Scrain, never ever heard about him. Have you heard about him? Look. And now, uh, Tilly, I mean? Nope. Nope. Uh, he is playing Frank Martin. And he isn't, he isn't, uh, uh, he, he isn't, uh, fitting in this role. And one of the reasons why I think that is, he's, he, he feels like he's, he's, uh, trying to play Jason Statham instead of playing the role. Uh, uh, what about you, Tilly? Have you seen the movie this week? Um, I don't have the attention span for a full movie, but I watched quite a lot of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, lovely. Which every bit that I saw, I enjoyed, and I'm going to watch oh, it again when I can so properly focus. Funny. Or like I kept walking off to go and do like washing up and things and yeah. the kitchen things and just kept hearing the living room just fill up with laughter from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> you should actually uh, sit down and try to watch that. Yeah, I, this is how I watch things. I sort of I have it on in the background, and then if I feel like I've missed out, then I go and rewatch it. Yeah, it is <laughs> one of the most like funny fake uh, commentaries uh, in the world. Yeah, it's just so silly. I love it. Talking about uh, so silly, I love it. This is the trailer for the Peanuts movie. When it comes to action, adventure, and attitude, Snoopy is the world's top dog, and he's the only one who can make Charlie Brown it's in the air. a winner. This time, things will be different. The new kid is coming. Wow, she's pretty. She's not that pretty. (gasps) (gasps) She looked at me. (gasps) I can't believe I'm about to talk to the new girl. If there's one person you want by your side at a moment like this, it's your loyal dog. change who I am and become a winner. Charlie Brown? Snoopy, what would I do without a good friend like you? She likes to dance. Peanuts movie. 
The dog just loves you for who you are. It's nice to have someone that will listen to you. So, Tilly. Yes. What is this movie? This is the Peanuts movie that's uh, known in some countries as Snoopy and Charlie Brown, the Peanuts movie. Okay. Uh, it's a 3D computer animated comedy film that's um, produced by Blue Sky Studios and distributed by 20th Century Fox. Um, it's basically, um, everybody knows about Snoopy. Yeah. Everybody knows who Snoopy and Charlie Brown and Woodstock are. And yeah. they've done a 3D computer-generated, very bizarre, because used, I'm used to it being a cartoon yeah. kind of film. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm uh, losing my plot now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, you know, I, 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 I lose my plot all the time, so... Oh, good. I'm surprised I found mine ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's directed by Steve Martino, if anybody knows who he is. Nope. Um, you might recognise who it's um, written by. Okay. There's a man called Craig and another man called Brian, but their last name is Schultz. Hmm. And they are Charles M. Schultz's son and grandson. Oh. So hmm. they've written the story, which I think is really nice. Yeah, I like um, it. There's... Oh... I have to say this. I know I'm not. I'm not going to be talking about lots of trivia just yet. But the um, noises that Woodstock make and the noises that Snoopy make are the original noises. Oh, that's so good! Like I... from the original cartoons, they are. They're nobody's redone them. They've not changed oh, it. Oh, hmm. Which is um, actually pretty easy because they do make a minimal amount of so- sounds. Yeah. Specific sounds. So yeah. But 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 that's important for me. Like I, I I don't know why it's important, but it is. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a nice little thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the it's basically saying that Charlie Brown is trying to improve his odds as he ever is, um, but this time it's with the little red-haired girl who's new in town. Mm. It says, Drop. meanwhile. Snoopy writes a book about the flying ace as he tries to save his love interest and pilot Fifi. Ah, so Aww. Fifi. Ah, Snoopy's fallen in love, Aww. and he's flying around <laughs> in his uh, biplane. <laughs> what did you think about the poster? Um. Well, it's there's two that I saw. There's yeah. the big from the makers of Ice Agent Rio, and it's yeah. got. Snoopy stood in front of Charlie Brown with his big scarf going over Charlie Brown's face in his but I like in his one. face. I really like the second one. The one where it's it's kind of like a Where's Wally or yeah. Where's Waldo yeah. type thing. It's just the whole audience at a cinema and it's all the characters. Uh, and I like plus maybe extras. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I really enjoy that poster the most. I can see that on a lot of children's walls. Yeah, me too. Right, yeah. That's the kind of one that you you would do. You would have. Um, yeah. I have a question. There's no famous actors in this. No, not that I could... There's some with some very strange names and nicknames. Yeah. But there's nobody that I... 
Oh, actually, she is in it. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's none of that. Yeah. There's uh, I like, love Troy Trombone Shorty Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's my favourite. Oh, that's a cool name. Malik Mama Walker. Yeah. Everybody calls him Mama. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, there's um, lots of very interesting names, lots of unpronounceable names. Yeah. Rebecca Bloom is not an unpronounceable name. She's in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Francesca it seems like Capaldi. a lot of uh, child actors playing I've never, the, I, the I've voices. I've never so. ever heard about any of this, people. Nope. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, they're almost all child actors. I mean, usually in one of these things, you get an adult to do a child's voice, like almost yeah. every Simpsons yeah. child voice is an adult. Um, but yeah, it seems like there's only, I can only see one, two adults out of everybody on this. Yeah. Which again, I quite like that. Oh yeah, and it, wor- it worked. I mean, they didn't sound like kids that didn't know what they were doing, so. Awesome. Well, they had a budget of 99 million, so... Why didn't they just round that off? Like, <laughs> come on, people, just get, that's an, that's annoying me. That Maybe they my, wanted to keep it down, so it's my OCD under is like just mil. get another mi- Come on, get another or, million in there, or another nine 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 nine. That would have been good. And they haven't. Uh, they haven't really made their money back. Well, the opening weekend they made forty four million. Yeah. Um. 27% of that was from the 3D thing. Yeah. And um, they made 12.1 million on their first day. But their gross so far is 101 million in North America, 9.8 million in other territories worldwide. Yeah. So 110.8 million. Yeah. Yeah, they're not um, <laughs> not quite. And, and, and they that... made a little, but comparatively to how much they spent on it, they have made nothing so far. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. And that that's that's kind of strange for me, because I thought I I am I'm going to say this like I'm more excited for this movie than I'm for uh, the new uh, Star Wars. Like I oh me too. I, I'm I'm nuts about the peanuts. I like I love the peanuts. I love every single thing. Like, I I got in trouble at school. Once I think I was about fourteen, maybe fifteen, because I had a Snoopy T-shirt on. Yeah. It was just Snoopy and his Joe Cool T-shirt, and I just had my shirt undone so you could see my top underneath. Yeah. Because I loved. I always rock the Snoopy, <laughs> always. Yeah. But I did worry that this was going to be. It was going to ruin them a bit, you know, taking it from the old sort of cartoons to the three-dimensional computer era. Yeah, and it's the first, like, uh, theoretical movie uh, since, like, in 35 yeah. years, I read. Yep, it's the first one in 35 years. It's, um... Oh, there was another one, because it's the first one of something, and then the another... It's the first thing... Oh, here we go. Yeah. The movie's been released 50 years after A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. It's the first animated short, as well as being released 65 years after the first Peanuts comic strip. Huh. That's interesting. And it is. And I love that um, they've, when they were doing the artwork for it, they've made it less shiny yeah. and smooth. They've made it sort of jagged, so it keeps, it's in keeping with the original art. 
Yeah. So it's still got that feel. It's still, it still feels right. It still feels like peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, I didn't go to the cinema uh, to watch this uh, because I never am at the cinema and uh, I'm always home. But uh, uh, who did uh, go to the cinema and watch this was Luke. Yeah. Yes, I did. I went on Monday, like I normally do for the show. Um, I tried to get to an early showing, but they they had bumped this. Um, normal theater I usually go to didn't even have this movie in the really? theater anymore. Yeah. They had already bumped it out of the theater. And the one that I did go to was only doing two showings a day. Uh, so they were sharing a theater with another movie. So uh, I at least in my area, it seems like this is not doing great numbers. Mm. Um that might just be my area. But it's again. pretty pr- critically uh, acclaimed. Yeah, and on IMDb, it's 7.9%, and Rotten Tomatoes is 85%. Yeah, and that's a high score on the, Rotten Yeah, Tomatoes. I've never seen it's it. Actually, it's strange to see those two scores so close together. Usually, they have a bit of distance, but r- right near the 80s, so it's pretty got to be pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went Weird. to see this... Um, in a, in a new theater, not the same one I saw the other movies I saw. Uh, this was a smaller, uh, it's a bit older of a theater. It only has three or, or four um, actual uh, theaters in the in the movie place. Um, but I went in. Uh, I was pretty. I was alone for the first beginning of it. But uh, these three like uh, geeks showed up, so there were four geeks in, in watching this. Uh, four twenty-something-year-old geeks, and and then. Uh, Partway through the beginning of the movie, after the trailers, a family showed up with their little girl. So the whole movie, she was kind of just running around the movie theater, not um, paying attention to the film at all. But the they they uh, the, the parents didn't seem to care. Yeah. I didn't really mind either. It was no big deal to me. Um, but trailer, uh, I was st- the trailer started, and they actually had two Kung Fu Panda trailers on this movie. So I had to watch the Kung Fu Panda trailer twice. Uh. Uh, it's Kung Fu Panda 3. Um, not really super excited for that film. It's, uh, I didn't even know they did a two. Oh, <laughs> uh, I knew they did a two, and I saw one. I never saw a two. Yeah, I saw one. But I, I didn't even know there was a two, let alone a three coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, at the beginning of this, we got, a, uh, an opening cartoon, like we get on, uh, you know, these kind of movies, with the, with the Ice Age, um... Uh, squirrel with his nut. Oh, scratch. And right, and he goes. In, he goes into space. space in this yeah, one. and I've seen this short, and it, it is hilarious. Is that something about a scrap catastrophe? Yes. Because it said somewhere said that it was released with yes the the something scrap catastrophe. Yes. That makes total sense then. If it's yeah, yeah. scrap from Ice Age, get it? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and it was only it was you know your normal uh, five minute to seven minute short but at the beginning so of the film. Funny. Uh, it was I pretty good. Him. I mean, uh, I wasn't expecting it, so I was kind of like, "What's going on right now?" But uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was it was funny. Uh, there were certain parts of it that you're like, "This what? That doesn't make any sense." He's in space, but it's a cartoon, so whatever. Um, I took uh, some ranch Doritos. Do you guys have cool ranch Doritos? Nope. No. I think Bro has something else. Don't you have American Doritos or yep. something? Yep. And it's the same as Cool Ranch. Except they're we, called what? Uh, American. Oh, okay. American Doritos. Uh, we have ones that are just cool. 
Okay. But that's it. They're just cool. Yeah, <laughs> the pro- that's probably the same thing. Yeah, these are they're the blue like ones. They're just like a normal sort of tortilla chip. They're not got much really on them. Maybe a little bit of cheese powder. Oh, these ones have like a. Mm, it's kind of like a cool. Uh, it's like a ranch powder. Like if you were to uh, get the packet that you make your own ranch out of, kind of. Yeah, I don't um, use ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, well there you go. Wait, I'm more it's of not blue, really a big thing. I'm a blue cheese guy myself, but uh, oh, I love blue cheese. Totally don't uh, do dressings. <laughs> that's why and, oh yeah, and I got so some Reese's thin. pieces. Oh, say say what? <laughs> that's why why she's so thin. Yeah, eat a salad. <laughs> I'll yep. cover it in crap. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I got some Reese's pieces. I got a big soda again. Uh, this movie was only like a half an hour, an hour and a half long. Yeah, uh, and that's not. In- I guess that's not including the trailers and whatnot. But it wasn't a super long movie. Um, it. W- I didn't realize that it was written by two different people, but it makes sense now because this movie was kind of separated into two different stories. Even what you said, it was there was the Snoopy story, which was kind of him writing his own little um, story about him chasing this uh, female dog character, yeah, Fifi. And then you had the Charlie Brown story where he's also chasing a woman. Uh, So it it even it really did feel like two separate stories. So I wouldn't be surprised if these two uh, writers wrote two separate stories and they just kind of mashed them together. Because uh, it, emo- it almost even felt like that. But uh, the, the animation style was really refreshing. I really liked the, the mix of the 3D with they used some line drawn on top of it to give oh. it that effect. Um, the voices were good. The storyline was, it, it was, uh, you know, it was very simplistic, but this is a kid's movie. Uh, like I said to Fro, I didn't, I didn't go in this with highest expectations. But, I mean, I had fun with it, and if I was to take, like, my little nephew or my nieces, my little nieces, uh, this is a movie I'd take them to and not worry about anything bad in it. Um, I mean, even, like, let's say the Muppets movie, the last one, that was more, had some, like, adult-type content in it, specifically aimed towards adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though Peanuts is, you know, an older thing that maybe people uh, of an older generation would know more about than kids... This was not aimed towards adults. It kept its innocence. Yeah, it definitely was aimed towards children and didn't try to go, uh, didn't try to appeal to the adult crowd. Um, And I'm happy to hear that. I'm so happy to hear that. Me too. I think as a parent, it's your duty to sit through children's films that are aimed at your children. (laughs) Right. You You can't handle that. Don't have babies. It definitely has been a bit of a, a trend in car- at least uh, kids' cartoons is to also have the part that can appeal to uh, adults in it. Yeah. And sometimes it gets a little, I mean, with the Smurf stuff and the cussing in the Smurf things where they say Smurf. Yeah. Those kind of things, like, you don't always, you don't need that in a kids' movie, you know? Cause no, it's still the teaching kid- them the context in which to swear. Exactly, exactly. Um, and this, uh, this, I would give it... Um, High ratings as far as if you're a parent and you want to take this, take your kid to go see this. As far as a movie goes, um, I'll go ahead and give this like a three and a half out of five. Mm. Uh, I'd say it's worth going and seeing. I, I thought it was good. Um, Storyline was simplistic, but it's a kid's movie, so what can you expect? Cool beans. Yep. So I would say go see it. Uh, what do you think, bro? 
Oh, I, I, I definitely want to see this. Like, even if you hated this, I would say, uh, see it. Yep. From watching the uh, trailers and everything, and looking up lots of things, I got. I wasn't excited at all. I didn't know anything about it. I'm really excited now. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see it. Yay! Oh, some interesting information about one of the um, actors in it. Uh-huh. Well, voice actors. Kristen Chenoweth, who voices Fifi, won okay. a Tony Award for her portrayal of Sally Brown in the 1999 Broadway revival of the musical You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. This is also oh. her third animated role in a Fox movie. Interesting. So she's been around since 1999, whoever Fifi the character is. Cool. Oh, is that the dog? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the yeah. female dog. It's ah. the Snoopy, Snoopy love interest in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is kind of, it's like his, uh, it's his own fantasy that he's kind of booking in this. His uh, dream woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Snoopy and his dream lady. Uh, Talking about uh, things that are silly and uh, things like that. Have you read the book this week? Luki. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, Lock and Key, the uh, book that we talked about on Let's Talk Then at one point. Uh, I got it for free. Yep. Off Audible. At that, uh, when it was free. It's not free anymore, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting audiobook as far as it has a cast of over 20 people yeah. reading the book, um, including, um, what's his name? Uh, Haley Joel Osmond, yeah. uh, is one of the characters. Uh, and it's really good. It's kind of messed up, um, yep. and it's got some weird stuff. I guess it's based off of a comic book. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's good. Uh, go check it out. Uh, and, and if you go to Audible and just go into the search bar for anybody out there that has an Audible account, just put in free in, yeah. the, in the search bar and it'll come up with all the free books that are on the site if you don't have any credits left or whatever. Um, they're not always great, but sometimes you find a book like Lock and Key and, uh, in, in there. So And uh, oh my gosh, that is good. Uh, if you don't have an Audible account, you can go to Audible Trial dot com slash another digital citizen or as uh, Taylor says it audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen yes um have you read anything this week <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure why I'm asking because I know I know the answer well the one time you don't ask will be the one time that I have read something right um I bought uh, tremendous many books, but uh, I bought my first ever uh, erotica book uh, this week. Uh, um, By C.J. Roberts called Captive in the Dark, and I got it uh, through uh, a Whisper Sync deal um, with uh, um, uh, Amazon. Uh, a way, a really nice way to get cheap books on Audible. I will learn you this trick, uh, ladies and gentlemen. There's something called WhisperSync that I use on Audible. Uh, and what it means that if, if you buy the book first on uh, Amazon, uh, on your Kindle, you will get a really big discount on 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 Audible, so uh, you can go to Amazon and uh, and search for 
free uh, WhisperSync uh, deals. And there's so incredibly many free books uh, for your Kindle. And this uh, book cost me, instead of using a credit uh, or um, buying it for a membership uh, price of $12.56, I paid $1.99. Wow. Plus, I bought the book for free on Amazon. Hmm. That's a loophole there. Pro tip. Yeah. Pro tip. And pro tip. (laughs) Be a pro with the fro. (laughs) Pro with a fro tip. (laughs) But yeah, uh, go and do that because, like, I have so many good books because of that. I bought for $2. It's nothing. It's nothing. Really nothing. But uh, Audible. Uh, is a sponsor and we love them and use them. Uh, so, can we skip to what's coming up next week? <laughs> no, I don't think we can, bro. <laughs> no, Even though you might want to. Are, are you if it makes you feel any better, I watched it as well. You did? I did. Why? For solidarity. Why did you watch this? <laughs> I kind of, I remembered it a little bit, but I had to watch it to remember it properly. I wanted to feel your pain, Fro. So, last week, uh, Luke told me to watch what? Uh, Happy Days, Season 5, Episode 3. Yeah, yay. Uh, and, <laughs> and we begin this episode. I know, I, I, I'm taking some notes. And I was like, what is with... All this laughter on the box. Yeah, they even doubled it up at one point. Yes, I'm so glad. Oh, <laughs> and so we are in the uh, happy uh, fake fifties, right? Yeah. And I, I was having, and I think I was having a sad day because I needed to watch this. Because, like, the love story is incredibly <laughs> uninteresting. <laughs> what is story? <laughs> Sorry? What love story is just, like, a 30-second clip? That yeah. love story? Yeah. yeah, that love story. And the fans is now going to jump over Shark. And when, when we mean that he is going to jump over Shark, we don't mean that in a figuratively way. We mean that really literally. Yeah, they've just penned a shark in in the sea. Because, uh, like, like I said, like I said to 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 Luke before this, like the 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 effects in this uh, show is so incredibly bad. Like, where they cut to the shark underwater. Yeah. It's, it's like obviously <laughs> footage from like a Jacques Cousteau special from the 70s or something. Yeah. But shark or no shark, I love the fonts. So, why is the fonts so good at water skiing? Because he's the fonts, he's good at everything. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> like, uh, so we all love. Uh, the fonts, right? Yeah, Henry Winkler's a legend. Yeah. But he is maybe one of, like, the most asexual sexual 
persons I ever seen. Like, like he he's supposed to be like so. Uh, what do you call it? Like super ladies man. Mm-hmm. And there's no attraction to him, is it, Taylor? Um. Oh, I don't know. The many, many, many women fancied the Fonz. Really? Yeah. He was a proper heartthrob. But but there's something about, like, this This show tries to hint to a lot of, like, sexual intercourse. And, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of that throughout the whole show with him. Of him bedding different girls constantly. And he's going against the California kid. What a generic name. <laughs> yeah, where are they? They're going to Hollywood. Right, the California kid. What a name is that? Well, I'll take it up with the California kid. He, took, he decided yeah. it. <laughs> and why are they... Why, why, okay, so they're on the... Uh, what Like the, the dock or whatever, and they're having the, the, the kind of showdown between Fonzie and the California kid. Yeah. Or they're deciding whether they're going to do it or not. Um, they're they're at the beach, right? Yeah. I've never seen anybody water ski at the beach. <laughs> at, like you water ski at a lake, yeah. water ski like maybe, but right on the beach, like yeah. where there's weight, that's like the worst place you could possibly water ski. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, it is a bit. I hadn't even tweaked that. <laughs> but I love how this like suspends. Is mixed with footage of the shark. <laughs> yeah, well, he's up in the air. Yeah. Remember the shark's there. Yeah. Uh, and when 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 uh, the California kid is going to jump over the shark, like literally, he doesn't do it. Uh, but the fonts doesn't quit. He can't quit. Of course not. He gets his friend to come in. Come and drive the boat. Yep. So we literally see somebody. Well, we literally don't, but <laughs> in 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 TV world, we see someone jumping the shark. Did you like this? Like, like this is so incredibly stupid. I didn't it seem like he went off to the right, like quite a yeah. bit. <laughs> he didn't really jump straight over it at all. He like kind of went over the corner of the. Little enclosement where they have the shark captured, I guess. And we come back from commercial, and now we have this jump, really, really uh, suspensing, uh, jumping the shark scene. What can the show give me? Oh, I know, a contract signing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What boring? So well, the, boring. The, the Didn't it seem like thing. this? Shark part part should be the end. Like that yeah. should be the yeah. climax of the of yeah. the whole episode, right? Yes, yeah. but then just in the middle. So what I was going to say about the one good thing about the shark bit, after he does or supposedly does the jump, there's a bit where the Fonz, the actual actor, would have had to because you see him coming in on his skis, like up onto the beach, and they didn't have any way of doing that without it actually being him and I swear that look of that huge smile on his face as he comes up is because he actually did it in his leather jacket <laughs> yeah. I thought that too I thought <laughs> that. It was like, yeah. it, he had that look on his face like oh I can't believe I actually made it this time yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah, it looked I like think, I think but they yeah. tried it a few times and finally got it 
Uh, that was yeah. the silliest part. Is the whole time he's water skiing, he's in his leather jacket <laughs> oh. still because he's the Fonz, but he's got the little tiny 1950s bathing suit, like bottom like little speedo on. type. Yeah. And then he's got like a life preserver around his waist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is the silliest thing. But yeah, you missed the part, bro, where they he has the speech on the beach right after oh, yeah, he does sorry, with the, with Richie. Yeah. He kind of does like this speech about how you can't you can't back down, Richie. You can't back down yeah. from anything. You got to go for go for it 100%. And then what's the next scene? Yeah. The yeah. scene where he's not signing a contract. Yeah, yeah he rips it in half. Yeah. And his dad sort of, but well, I, I can't I talk you a, out of it. I have a question about those parents. Why they, do they hate their daughter? <laughs> because she's always trying to be older than she is. Because she's I, younger. She's the little, the little young one. That's, she always wants to do what the older ones are I doing. I wrote, wrote down, this is many good uh, things, but not good. I wish this episode was shorter, more like 15 minutes long, max. <laughs> and then, yeah, he throws uh, away the the contract. Uh, it's not like they have more contracts where that contract came from. So if he if he wanted to to for some strange reason, uh, like maybe did decide to 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 sign with them to have this movie contract he 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 could go to them and ask oh and i wrote down to myself jeez i just want to quit watching this and then i said why was this so popular what the tv show yeah. itself yeah uh, it's a good show. Like I've said, I like Happy Days. Okay. This episode is specifically just that. really, really terrible. Yeah. yeah. And I find the fans and the family a bit, and when I say a bit, I don't mean a bit, but uh, a bunch, over the top. They are so over the top. The uh, way the mom and dad are dressed in this, is it just, they're like, we're in California. They're like dressed up the most ridiculous. Yeah, and cue laughter track. <laughs> And then we go back from vacation, from some some strange reason. You go back to Owls. And they go to Owls. And I've With seen... some stock footage of an airplane that didn't last long yeah. enough for you to tell what the hell is going on. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the fun will uh, not stop, I wrote out, or something like that. Uh, and, 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 and here, here here's uh, a little thing. Uh, I will let her ride... My bike. Like, what was that? About, uh, uh, the fun said that. Oh, because the girl, he promised to take the girl to Hollywood. Yes. And hadn't, and he said, oh, let her ride my bike instead. Yeah, what was that? That's the fun, he can get away with anything. And Al gets a seashell. <laughs> with Hollywood in it. And, with Hollywood in it. And what was that snapping? He does when he gets that seashell. Uh, I yeah, I didn't get it either, but it, it's because when you put your your ear to a seashell, you're supposed to be able to hear the sea. But I don't know why you would dance to the sea. I'm not really Maybe sure what that was. Maybe there was a band about. called the Sea in the fifties. Yeah. Uh, and what is this? I I don't understand that. So 
uh, but then we see, uh, and he gets um, Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really liked about this was the ending. It was a little like, oh. Yeah. Well, everybody loved Al. Yeah. And now he's not with us as well. Oh. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. So, on a terrible factor, where one is, oh my gosh, I could watch this tomorrow, and ten is, my eyes are bleeding, my eyes are bleeding. I <laughs> am going to give Luke, are you, are you, what do you think, Luke? Where, where do you think this episode lands for me? Uh, probably somewhere between an, probably an eight, eight or, eight or nine is my guess. I will give you a clue. It's under eight. Actually. <laughs> There's only so many guesses I can make here, but I'm going to go with seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's 7.5 for this episode. I will, okay. give, I will give this 7.5 out of 10. Because it's, it, it is watchable. It is, it is some, and I, I, I think the ending kind of destroyed your, like if the ending uh and wasn't how cute it was and there were some redeeming qualities I would give this an 8 but I think 8 is a little too high I still felt a lot of pain and I found it incredibly boring uh and I have no interest in watching it again so 7.5 out of 10 but then my question is, tell her. Yes, bro. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm a little scared to ask this. <laughs> what well, am I watching next week? Because you, I, I I don't know. I don't know, people. You are watching now. I'm going out on a limb and going in a certain direction for bad TV wise. Okay. This for this one. It's season one, episode two of Bottom. Okay. Have you ever seen Bottom? Nope. Brilliant. It's, yeah, the episode's called Gas. So together it's Bottom Gas. Okay, what is this about? It's about two flatmates. Flatulence, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that, it plays a part. Um, it's two flatmates called um, Edward Hitler and Richard Richardson. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Have you heard of Rick Mail, the British comedian? No. Oh, he's a legend. You will, if you're either going to love this or as it's your first experience of it, I reckon you're going to hate it because okay. a lot of people did. I grew up with this, but I'm going out on a limb that you're going to think it's horrible. Okay. So yeah, that's what that's his name. Bottom. Yeah, but Adolf Hitler. Oh, um, Edward Hitler. Oh. And he is his character is a relation. Oh, oh yeah. is this the guy who played um, Drop Dead Fred? Yes, Rick Mayer. Ah. He plays Richard Richardson. Ah. Yeah. Woo. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared. Well, I think be a bit apprehensive. Okay. And, yeah, I think you'll either enjoy it or you're going to hate it. I'm half <laughs> expecting you to hate it. Okay. Well, for, for for you, for your sake, I hope I, I hate it. Yeah, I kind of want you to like it as well, but yeah. I, I don't know. Huh. We'll see. So, uh, what year is this? Um, 
early 90s. I can't... Oh, hang on. No. Let me get my thing back up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Easy to get a hold of, by the way. Uh, all the, There's loads of um, uh, loads of full episodes on YouTube. Okay. As well as lots of other places. Okay. Uh, it's a bit of a cool classic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, since we have some extra time uh, this week, how how long have we been running for? Look, I have to ask Luke because he knows. Oh, uh, we're at one forty-seven. One forty-seven. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, talk something uh, that we didn't prepare. Uh, we were talking. Uh, I was talking a little uh, about plans for the future. We we we're going to uh, tell the audience before you know it, Tilly. Uh, but I've decided. <laughs> I decided for us, and Luke agrees that we are going to see a new TV show in... Well, when is it coming, uh, Luke? Uh, I'd have to look. Did I write... Did I, I don't even know if I wrote it down. I, th- uh, I thought it was in February. But re- oh, yeah, it was definitely in February. I just don't remember the exact date. Yeah, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning it now is that uh, we're going to do the book first. Aren't we? Uh, I didn't know that, but uh, if you want to do the book, yeah. Yeah, let's do the book uh, that's uh, based on the TV show. No, the other way around. <laughs> the TV show is based on the book, of course. Um, and we're, we're talking about the OGA Simpson trial. Do you have any relationship to that trial at all, Joe? Uh, um, only sort of knowing the very, very basics. Right. You know, I didn't know who he was before. Ah. So he, it wasn't, and I, I was really young. When I, I was the perfect age for this trial. Like I, I, I followed everything on American uh, news uh, stations and things like that. And there was a lot of reenacting uh, on different channels. Yeah. Like this, this, this trial had anything like. Uh, the 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 glove that didn't fit is maybe one of those things that people remember the most from 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 this trial is is him trying on on the glove that didn't fit and the words from his defender that uh, was if it isn't no if it isn't fit you must acquit <laughs> uh, there that was actually the word from the defender wow yeah. I'm not kidding, and uh, and uh, and I think I, I I when I when I saw saw this book coming out because it's by uh, Jeffrey Tobin with two, two O's and it's on 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 Audible everybody so you can get this from free for free and it's 18 hours and 46 minutes so it's pretty good long book. Uh, and uh, the book is called uh, The Run of His Life, uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson, is the name of the book. It's a pretty long name. I know. <laughs> uh, but happily, they made it into an, uh, a TV show called American Crime Story. And yeah. it begins uh, Tuesday, February the 2nd, 2016. So we are going to do the book 
before we do uh, the TV show. So if people want to buy that book, we will... We're going to take it as one in one episode. I know it's a long book, but now you you have uh, many months before we're going to talk about this. We're not going to yeah. talk, talk about this book before before uh, um, uh, the end of uh, January next year. So yeah, yeah so, so you the, can avoid Christmas by listening to it. Yeah, the TV show starts February second, so yeah. we'll be done. We'll be doing the book sometime at the end of January. Yeah, and and we're just doing a, a, a brief summary of what we thought about the book and what our expectations uh, are for the TV show. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this American Crime Story and O.J. Simpson. I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Do you, very. Since you don't know, who do you think is going to play uh, O.J. Simpson? Not a clue. I will. I, if I say show show me the money, does that help you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you haven't seen that movie. Uh, what was that movie called again? Look. Oh, I don't remember the name. Uh, 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 it's right on the tip of my tongue. I know the name of the actor, but I don't yeah, remember the name Tom, of that movie. Tom Jerry Cruise. Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yep. Have you seen Jerry Maguire? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's Cuba, okay. Cuba G- uh, Gooding Jr. Ah. Who's playing Order Simpson. But here's another little uh, fun fact. Do you know who is playing uh, Robert Shapiro, his lawyer? No. John Travolta. Ooh! And me and uh, Luke uh, talked about this. This is uh, because there's many other uh, that are in this uh, that are also into Scientology. So this is a Scientology TV show. <laughs> or at and least I, a lot of the people who are in it are associated with Scientology. But yeah, yeah. And we have uh, uh, you remember David David Schremer from Friends? Yeah. Yeah. He he, uh, he also plays in in this uh, uh, as uh, Robert Kardashian, and I'm not <laughs> kidding. Um, we have Sarah Paulson. That's also from American Horror Story, and it's the same people uh, from American Horror Story. So, but uh, yeah, I I mentioned this just to get this book, and the book is called "The Run of His Life: The People versus O.J. Simpson," and it's by Jeffrey Tobin. So get it now. You have many months. Well, you have some months now to read it before we're going to speak about it. So get it before it's too late. I feel like that's half aimed at me as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he listen to some books? Yes, this is going to be the first book that you have to actually uh, read because yeah. you're going to talk about the, the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I need to be informed. Yes, you need to get involved. <laughs> it's your show. I know. Uh, don't feel sorry. Don't feel sorry, sorry for for yourself because nobody else does that. So.
Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Fro. Yeah, Jess. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, no. No. Uh, then you can, if anybody's got a direct message for me, other than going onto the another digital citizen Facebook group, you could find me on Facebook. Just search for Tilly Phillips. I'm in yep. the group. And you, if you want that book for free, you can go to audibletrial.com slash citizen or as Tilly says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Or they can email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com. Yay. Uh, Lucky, do you have uh, anything you want to plug? Luke? Oh, sorry. Whoop. I was muted, so that helps for a podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. Just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show. Uh, that would be a, sh- a fun show where everybody... Move- like, I talked to Luke that we're going to do a special podcasts for for uh, uh, people that only understand sign language <laughs> sign language braille braille podcast yeah yeah, yeah. very uh, very interesting yeah. <laughs> very very interesting uh, next week we are going to talk about uh, Black Friday because it's Black Friday on Friday and we're not calling it Black Friday because it has anything with the color of your skin to do but it has to do with the prices are so low, uh, low it's almost... I think they call it Black Friday here because people murder each other over things. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, why we use so much money. And then we're going to talk about a funny theory that I didn't ha- hear about before I started the show, and I'm not kidding. Uh, the Moon Matrix theory. Uh, yeah. Short, what is this, Luke? Uh, basically that aliens live inside the moon and control uh, the Earth. Yep. yep. Oh, wow. And uh, next week I'm going to see Spectre. I haven't seen it yet, actually. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Well, it was the thing that beat Peanuts at the box office. Yeah, probably. Uh, and is it you, Luke, that are going to not see it? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. So we're going to talk about uh, the new Bond movie. Uh, who who had the music for that? Do you know that, Tilly? Since you're no, I don't. Some some British guy actually. Just a random British guy, or is it no, a famous no. British guy? A really popular, like Dan. Dan uh, talked about it. Uh, Thomas Newman. I've never heard of him. Yeah, me neither. Who? He yes. must be a famous composer, but uh, I've never heard of him. So. Yeah, but it, he he said someone is singing the intro. Like uh, last time, it was Adele. I know that. Mm-hmm. But it is someone famous. From England that are doing the intro song, The Spectre. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Thomas Newman's doing all of the music, isn't he? Yeah, I think. Yeah, not the. Not the intro. No. Uh, Sam Smith? Yeah, Sam Smith. A guy? Yeah. Oh! As in from Matt and Sam, I think. Yeah. Or is he? No, he's not. He's from one of the boy bands. Yeah, something. Busted? I see a picture of him and he looks like he's from a boy band. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was either a boy band or he was on the X Factor or something. Or something. I like. I think it. probably X Factor because I don't know his face. And for some reason, I'm uh, uh, talking about Bottom and the episode Gas. Yay! So that's uh, next week. Uh, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye, citizen.